welcome to this week's episode of Greek Burrito. My name is Jordan Shenton, and opposite me on the battlefield is a man all clad in orange and with a heckin' big sword. It's me, it's Harrison Wilde. <laughs> Harrison Wilde, the only man I've ever seen cleave a man's face off and then reattach it because he felt bad. What are we, Harrison? I'm going to say I'm a considerate boy. We are Grief Burrito, the world-renowned gaming, movie, and entertainment podcast that comes to you every single Wednesday to help remind you what day you're on through this damn lockdown. So first of all, remember to find us on pretty much every existing social media site, including the decentralized ones, which is at Grief Burrito everywhere. And please remember to review us on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser when you finish this episode. And also there is a link in the show notes, isn't there, Jordan, to get up to 80% off all the latest games. So make sure to check that out. And finally, a huge shout out to our new listeners in Russia, in Kazakhstan, and to that one random person in Mongolia repping the Grief Burrito podcast. <laughs> That is, wow. I don't know who or how he found us, but he's he's there and he's got us to the number one gaming spot in the uh, the charts over there. And if anyone knows anyone in South Dakota and Wyoming who is into gaming, tell them to get onto this podcast because they're the last two states that we need. And then we've got a listener in every single state in America. And uh, so now that's all that is out of the way. What are we doing today, John? Today is one of our fabled guest episodes, and we have a very, very special guest indeed, all the way from Twitch.tv, and that is Kitties. Hey, man. Hey there. How's it going? (laughs) Very good. Good to have you, dude. Good to be here. (laughs) Kitties is a man who needs literally no introduction, but just in case, Kitties, who are you and what do you do? Uh, I am a streamer, a partner Twitch streamer over at Twitch.tv forward slash Kitties. Yeah, I... Generally used to stream for honor, and that's really about it. <laughs> well, you're definitely the most caramel voiced streamer that I've ever come across. I know that much. 100%. <laughs> so, first of all, I'd like to say thank you so very much for taking the time out of your day to come and talk to us all the way from across the pond. Uh, Kitty's has been an absolute gentleman and woke up at like 5 a.m. to talk to yeah. us. So, how's your morning going so far? It is a good morning. I just, I want to say really quick, it's really impressive. You guys have 48 states with listeners. Yeah, we've got 48 states and I I can't remember how many countries it was. It's got to be upwards of 100, I think now. We That's need to update the so scratch cool. map. Yeah, we've got a scratch map. Like, we actually did a video early on scratching off the scratch map of everywhere that someone is, and we need to carry on updating it because Jordan moved halfway through, so the scratch map is now rolled up somewhere. Uh, we need to get it back out <laughs> and finish off the states. It doesn't have a massive rip in it, I promise. You better fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> that was a gift. Okay. So, uh, and how's your morning going as well, Harrison? Are you guys? Uh, I have a complaint. I've got a sore finger. Other than that, I'm, I'm pretty good. <laughs> What? I was, How have you done that? I was chopping my breakfast and like the knife slipped out my hand and I just fucking jabbed the plate with my finger. So like, <laughs> he just snapped it off. But other than that, I'm good to go. It's actually right. the worst. It's like worse than a stub toe. It is, like right on my finger nib. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm utterly bemused. I don't think I, I've I know ever done that to silence. I don't know how I did it. I've never done it before. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <laughs> okay. After that revelation. Before, <laughs> after that absolute fluster clock of whatever that was um before we get into the entire talk um i'd like to play a game yes. are you both both up for this so, so down always the name of the game is whack or games unsuitably accurately characterized yes. 
for, I was going to say for short, but that's long. Yep. The aim of the game is to guess which video game I'm describing accurately but poorly. So the example we used last time is that Abe's Odyssey can be described as a game about a cleaner who's just not satisfied with the kind of snacks he's been provided and goes on a grand adventure to get better snacks. <laughs> so, we ready? So ready. As I'll ever be. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, not at all. Okay. <laughs> this game... It's about four lucky people who are given the amazing opportunity to relive the same day over and over again with some of the most iconic film and TV characters of all time. They get to spend every night sitting around a campfire and then get one-on-one time with these legends of cinema. There are also some original superstars thrown into the mix, and damn does the creator of the show love watching. And, you know, sometimes intervening. Which game do you think that is, boys? Damn. Uh, Any ideas, Kay? Uh, Terra Enigma on the SNES? Not quite. No, I thought um, <laughs> little, little I out. thought Kingdom Hearts because of all the random characters, but... Oh, that would make sense. It's not, Repeating the same day, though. I know, that's what... I've got, I've got two clues. Okay. So do you want the first cool. one? Probably. It's usually over by morning. Damn. <laughs> oh, oh, it, I know it, I know it. Oh, it's uh, what is it's it? Dead by Daylight. It is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <sighs> yes. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. Hey, that makes sense. So, definitely not Kingdom clue. Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so what was the second clue? Uh, all of the icons are from the horror genre. Oh, yeah, that, that, ah, that would have okay. fucking cemented it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. So welcome. That that was the, the second game ever of Gwak. Yeah, that was his so. new game named after a cat. We had a, a podcast cat called Guacamole. <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah. yeah. Guacamole. Yeah, it wasn't Jordan's oh, cat. So it was just the cat that wandered into his house before he moved. So we just kind of adopted it. Um, so yeah, then when obviously he moved, he doesn't have the cat anymore because it wasn't his. So we thought we'd immortalize the cat and name it and name a game after him. Exactly. So he's there forever yeah. now. Did the cat, like, come into your house and, like, hang out there regularly? Like, most days. Yeah, every day, pretty much, yeah. He climbed in through the bathroom window one day while I was having a shower, and that was it, apparently. And then it was love. (laughs) (laughs) Love at first sight. he was like, I'm staying here. (laughs) How all great relationships start. (laughs) Amazing. Okay. (sighs) So let's let's go on to the streaming talk. Okay. So how long is it that you've actually been streaming for now, Kitties? Oh, let's see. I started in January. Sorry. I started in July of 2016. But I would say that in January of 2017 is when I started streaming. Like, putting some actual effort into it. Right, okay. So, like, timetables and making sure that there's a defined timeline and things like that. Better equipment, just going back and watching VODs to make sure that things were good, connecting with people, yada, yada, yada. Right, okay. Yeah, taking it seriously. So what made you go from, like, regular gaming? What made you want to move into streaming? Was it, like, a gradual thing, like, where you started doing Let's Plays? When we started doing it, we started initially doing Let's Plays to YouTube and that kind of thing, and then gradually moved into doing it live. Was it that kind of thing for you, or did you go straight in? So, I mean, you guys know For Honor, of course, right? So, uh, back, like, right when For Honor came out, uh, I had a good friend, and he was like, 
you kind of look like Shigoki, and it'd be funny <laughs> if you streamed you playing Shigoki. <laughs> and I was like, hmm, that's kind of rude, but okay, sure. And uh, I did it, and then it turns out people actually really liked watching it. <laughs> oh, that's really good. <laughs> and that was about the start of it all. That was that was really it. All right, no way. Of all the characters to look like, though, you know, yeah, Shug's, right. Shug's the one. Mm, big beefy boy. <laughs> big big old beef. I'm I'm reasonably unfamiliar with For Honor. Like I've I've played it a couple of times, but I think that's where is that where you started watching Kitty Streams, Jordan? It was, yeah. So I was just flicking through looking through for just like streamers, I guess. And I think he was recommended to me on Twitch. Um and I was like, how can I turn down Kitty's and then when I went back uh, quite a while after I think so I took a break from watching streams, I just didn't have much time. Mm-hmm. I saw his name was like she got big kitties, and I was like, "Hot damn!" <laughs> stuck with you forever. <laughs> Made me so happy. I did not come up with that one. Just saying. Oh. <laughs> don't. I'm gonna pretend that you yeah, did. You gotta take credit for the illusion that. alive. <laughs> uh, so it it must be quite intensive then, because you'll spend hours in the day, like quite a few of them, recording or streaming. Because you do five days a week, don't you? Do you take five breaks days. often, other than weekends? You know, so for about three years, it was five days a week and like at least five hours a day, which I mean, that's a lot, but there are people that do, you know, eight hour, 12 hour, but that's fine. But recently I actually started going down to four days a week because like you said, it's a lot of work. It is. Yeah. People don't realize they think it's sitting playing computer games, but it's really not. Mm -hmm. You're essentially a host, aren't you? Yeah. Radio is a great example that I've heard, uh used as an example yeah yeah completely especially because it's going out live as well this I've, I've been i found myself being more and more fascinated by streaming over the past few years um because i work in television production as as a my background oh. so it's weird to see like a live setting of computer games and then melding in with like live media from tv coming together into the same thing and i think it's an amazing thing and that's why i i really appreciate the hosts on all the different streaming sites because it takes a lot to sort of interact with all the people that are in the chats at the same time doesn't it mm-hmm. absolutely each every per- <clears throat> excuse me every person has something to say and like you want to make sure that gets heard while keeping it entertaining yeah yeah totally. absolutely yeah there's something to be said for like actively trying to be entertaining for a long time as well because it's quite a draining experience Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can be. It's like even if social situations normally anyway, but that's when you can gauge people's reactions and you can see the impact you're having. But if it's just through text chat and things like that, it's it's really impressive. I can't I couldn't imagine doing it for such a long time. Yeah, I know, like twenty sixteen. So like when did Twitch become reasonably mainstream? Ooh. It's quite recent really, isn't it? I mean, I would argue it was after Amazon purchased it back in twenty 15 i think or 2014 Uh, but i like you said i don't think it took off maybe until i mean it was before ninja but i think ninja really put it on the map yeah yeah i think you did in terms of a big content creator which is funny that you moved on to mixer isn't it but yeah it is interesting he uh, i think he felt he had a bit more freedom on mixer ah right is that what you want to see i i've only used mixer briefly i don't i don't know the logistic logistical differences between the two um i mean i presume it's the contract that won him over but i think their user base has gone down a little bit after that initial surge anyway um 
but yeah, I, I don't know why. I'm happy going on Twitch. I presume you're happy going on Twitch. It's, it seems like mm-hmm. a great website oh, to yeah. be in. The community of people that you build through it's really interesting. It's almost like, uh, you know, that the old like arcade social systems that you'd find people go into all the different games because that's the games they love to play and watch other people playing. It's sort of like translated the old hmm. tribes from uh, old arcades into digital. And I think it's amazing seeing that. All I can think of now is that there are like tribes in arcades. Yeah, there are. <laughs> <It's just> like- <laughs> Pac-Man tribe, Galaga tribe, there's loads. The Pac-Man kids and the Tetris kids are beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> He's stacking them up like blocks. <laughs> I have a confession. Tell me. I have never actually been to an arcade. Never? In your life? N- never. I've walked by plenty. I've seen the ticket games. I've seen oh my the God. coin games, but I have I have never actually played an arcade. I'm shocked. My mind's been blown from all angles this episode. I've got you with your finger. <laughs> the, never going to an arcade. You should definitely rectify that. I mean, obviously, once the lockdown's all done, all get locked down in an arcade, which would be pretty sweet. Um, but there's plenty of like new age bar well, barcades at the moment where you can go for like nights out and stuff there's plenty near us as well they're so fucking cool because most of the times now all of the you don't have to pay for credits so because you're in there buying drinks or you'd pay on the door everything's free like like the games themselves are free you don't have to insert quarters yeah you don't have to insert exactly. anything. Yeah. free credits because huh. there's a place near us i think uh called arcade club it's in it's near manchester yeah, it's Barry, yeah. If if you know anything about England geography, <laughs> I don't. a little bit um, <laughs> up north, basically <laughs> more than me, I'm sure. So you'd literally go in. I think it was like sixteen quid, and then you get access. I think they've opened up a third floor as well. Yeah. So there's three floors. You've got like classic arcade machines. There's like hundreds in there, all free play. You've got newer arcade machines on the other floor. And, like, mm-hmm. I think there's a big couch and a huge projector so you can play, like, Mario Kart and stuff. Um, they've got VR there. Uh, they've got, like, they make pizza and burgers and they've got, like, beer. They've got fizzy drinks, stuff like that. And it's... The food and drink in there is really cheap as well. I want to know where they're making all their money because everything's free play. God, imagine their electric No bill. one really gets drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's in, like... It's so hot as well. It's so warm in it there is. because we went in summer. And it's obviously all these machines just belting out heat. Yeah, you've got to go in winter. Just there, like, I'm melting. Yeah, it, it's amazing, though. You said VR. I can't imagine wanting to give drunk people VR headsets. I think, it's a risk. There's yeah. plenty of buckets on hand, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> well, we used to do that at my old house, didn't we, Has? Yeah. Like, you come over, and then we'd be having a house party, and then people would want to try out my VR headsets. I'm like, okay, whatever. And I get my friends coming after me like, where have you been for like two hours? It's like, people won't leave me alone. They want to drive me <laughs> out. They want to fight zombies in the attic. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, I'd say if you get a chance, try and go to an arcade, but maybe one that doesn't charge you like a dollar a play or whatever it is. I mean, a bar arcade like sounds like right up my alley. I know there is a couple of those in my city. I might, uh, yeah, check I might, out, I might just go do that once this is all over. Make it a good trip. Yeah. Do a video of it. Yeah, do a, do a video of it and make sure to tag us in it. It'd be nice to see. Be like, hey, Grief Burrito. Yeah. I did it. <laughs> if we're ever over that way, now we'll get all go. off my back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're always up for collabs. But, we, we, we met a load of our fellow podcasters and streamers down at Comic Con uh, last year, wasn't it, Jordan? Or the, the year just gone. Oh, yeah. 
Um, that was great fun. Absolutely amazing. So we're going to plan to do that again. And we've got a couple of ghost hunts lined up as well uh, that we're going to film for YouTube, believe it or not. Spooky stuff. <laughs> Sounds like a blast. Yeah, it's always good fun, the ghost stuff. It's uh, We do a lot of like... Sp- the last episode that's just come out was uh, the Mothman episode. So we do like one paranormal thing each month, which is weird, isn't it, Jordan? Because it's not something we initially planned to do. It was because we're, we're predominantly gaming and movies, Kitty. Uh but then people started asking to do paranormal stuff, so we thought we'd throw one in, and it seems insanely popular. I suppose it's like playing horror games on your stream, essentially. <laughs> Another confession. I suck at horror games. Really? <laughs> <laughs> no horror games for me. But, I mean, uh, same with ghost hunting. No matter what, it's still freaky if you're in a, an abandoned place yep. in the middle of the night. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, 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 what no, you're no. Doing. Anything like that is just... it. You start off like, yeah, this is great. Nothing bad's going to happen. And then you hear a rustling. You're like, I'm going to die here. This is me. <laughs> My soul is not safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how is the, uh, how's learning Dutch going, by the way? I dropped around on your stream the other day and you were just learning Dutch. And I was like, what? what's, what's going on? Like- Where at me? <laughs> uh, it's going. It's going. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I slept like uh, what I got to a difficult section and it took me like a week just to get through this single section. So it slowed down quite a bit. But, you know, I was uh, I'm, I'm thinking of maybe moving to the Netherlands. And I was like, you know, it'd be appropriate to speak the language. Definitely. Even if not everybody like people speak English over there more than their own native language. But, you know. It's nice. It's polite. It is, yeah. I, yeah. I was going to ask about that because I saw that Jordan mentioned that on the notes. And I was going to ask if you were planning on moving or if it was for like a holiday you were going. So like, what's causing you wanting to move? What's the, the drive behind that? Uh, well, things uh, are a little, a little, well, you know, it's the non-political side of things. It seems a lot more beautiful over there. Yeah, yeah. Let's go with that. <laughs> a, not, yeah. a lot nicer daily life. Uh, it seems, at least from an outside view. Yeah, well, I mean, anywhere in sort of that part of Europe, Scandinavia, it's a very different lifestyle. Like I've been to Holland quite a few times, and I've been to Norway and and Denmark, and it's everything's so chilled out. And like Jordan, you love Denmark as well, don't you? I want to move to Denmark, so I was using Duolingo to learn Danish. Yeah. Oh, hey. And so what about Denmark in particular? I mean, you said chill, but is there something else that like stuck out to you? Uh, I'd say it's just, it's got social health care like England, but it just seems cleaner and nicer and mountains, Gandalf, mountains. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's enough for me. That, and they live on like a coffee culture. It's all like about cafes and little bakeries and that is just let me guess they make their own yeah bread. they make Do their they own harrison? bread <laughs> oh. harrison is obsessed with making bread oh, it's fucking great yeah uh do you do sourdough and like all that good yes stuff? baby i do everything oh <laughs> i i'll give you like an internet high five because yeah, i also I, I love making bread, awesome. sourdough See, bacon, artisanal <laughs> oh my god <laughs> this is the podcast yes, now this is <laughs> i'm just gonna leave you guys to it you can yeah, take yeah. over Katie's is now the co-host yeah we'll get you i'll collect my things in the morning yeah no we said that when when we're finally done with all the lockdown i'm gonna go and take jordan some fresh bread and we're gonna make fresh pizza with proper dough that i'll make from scratch and it's uh, oh so baby. good i perfected fresh that pizza dough yeah yeah it's really it's good so much better than any other dough you're ever gonna have yeah totally totally 
Yeah, we've, we've, <laughs> well, well, a lockdown's been on. It's given like everyone so much more time to sort of hone little skills that they've always wanted to do. So like I've always loved mm-hmm. to cook and make things, but I've never been able to bake bread, never made dough, never made, you know, this growing your own starter cultures, everything like that. And it's just given you so much more time to concentrate on stuff. And that and getting through like the game back catalogue of all the stuff that you've wanted to complete for ages and never had time to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anything else you've been... Actually, saying that, you've been working through Nier Automata as well, haven't you? Oh, we worked through Nier Automata. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That game was so good. Yeah, I've just started I it was myself. loads about it. I've just never, never tried to get into it. Because I remember the first one was for the 360, right? This is a sequel. Oh, uh, it's... I mean, without spoiling anything, I didn't play the first one, but no, according to chat, it's a storyline. It's like a it's a convoluted storyline, and so I don't know if the last one's a sequel or a prequel, but right, Kingdom Hearts, right? Got it. Okay, yeah, <laughs> complicated. Inception. <laughs> it's it's, but it was amazing. And if you're playing through it the first time, I'm kind of envious because I kind of want to go back through it again and be like, oh shit, that was cool. My friend showed me like you can self-destruct and like her clothes get blown off and i was like right <laughs> what are you playing yeah that's a feature i guess yeah that is exact that is definitely a feature of types <laughs> but i just came downstairs because we were living together and his desk was opposite mine so i was just walked down like what are you doing and then i just saw him like explode and then she was running around like underwear i was like joel um Quick question: What's the name of this game, and where can, yeah, where I, can buy I get it? it? <laughs> well, that twelve million polygon that's, ass, or whatever it is that you, fucking hell. That's disgusting. How that dare was... you tell me where to buy it so I can never buy it again? <laughs> I. They told me that like it was that multi-million polygons, and I was like, "Nah, you guys are bullshitting me." Mm-hmm. One Google search later, it's like, <laughs> yep. "Oh my god!" Yeah, they really wanted to show it off. They did. It's like they. They have the camera angle so that you never quite see ass, and and like that's not me saying that I've tried to look, but until you go on a ladder and then it's just like, oh right, okay, this is just upskirt all the time. I want this a polygraph test on the show. I want a polygraph test. So when Haz says like, I wasn't trying to look at her ass, it's like that's a lie. Just like little um, in the background, like fuck, he's lying again. I'm not a furry. Oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a great uh, game though it is really cool um did you find the robot orgy uh yeah yes i did indeed i you know so you you walk in there and you look over the cliff and when i first got in there i was like oh they're beating each other up same that's what i thought mm-hmm. and you walk down and you're like oh swap the word oh they're beating off. each other off <laughs> <laughs> great minds think alike there harrison oh, yeah. clearly <laughs> Yeah, oh, it was, wow. I, I just like, I walked into the room and I was like, "What's going on?" Like, you know, when you're sort of taken aback and you think that you must have seen something completely wrong. It was like that, and the, I, it just. And then after a while, I was like, "Yeah, okay, this is uh, yeah." <laughs> I'm going to leave now. Yeah, <laughs> you guys carry on. Yeah, have fun. So I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing what other weird shit I'm gonna find in this game. I presume there's plenty more. Uh, I'm gonna there... have to buy it now is plenty more yes okay cool well i'm looking forward to that for sure <laughs> for sure <laughs> show. so how do you come across your games then kate do you choose your own games or do you have like people message you in with ideas or uh you know 
All right. I have this weird moral dilemma. I feel like a scumbag, but um, I generally play what games people buy me. <laughs> well, that's that's fine also. <laughs> yeah, like, may, uh, may as well. If, if, if people want me to play something, then they can send it as a gift on Steam and I'll play it. It's like, oh, it works. But this is weird, like, man, <laughs> should I make people do that? <laughs> I kind of like that, though, because if they care enough to provide the game, you're doing them a favor, if anything. Like, mm-hmm. you're they're picking the content for you. So it's like, you know, I'd happily... Let's say if you met, like, I don't know, Idris Elba or something... And you wanted him to play a game. If you bought it for him and he played it, I'd be ecstatic if that happened. That'd be right. awesome. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, exactly. That's, fair. that's you. You are you are basically as famous as Idris Elba. There we oh go. Oh my god! <laughs> You're the gaming Idris Elba. <laughs> Do I get to be like that alien version of him from Star Trek? You know? Oh, where he keeps changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's the Idris that Elba I want to be. Yeah. Um, I hardly that remember that mean. movie. That was that was the one that was directed by Simon Pegg, wasn't it? Oh, or maybe it was, maybe. I'm sure it was that one, because it was the last one, wasn't it? Was it, what was it called? There's Into Darkness or something is the second one with Benedict yeah, Cumberbatch. which a lot of people hated and I thought was really good. Yeah, he did a great con. Yeah, Benedict uh, Cumberbatch's for Dumba Bumble Batch is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Cumberbatch and Sandbatch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. They're, they're, in, they're places in England which are quite near each other. So road signs say Congleton Sandbatch case. That's why. Yeah, and the, someone got a yeah. meme saying, isn't that that guy who played Sherlock <laughs> with the road sign for those places? Um, uh, yeah. uh, Beyond. Star Trek Beyond. That's there we it. go. Thank you. Yeah, the, the girl in that... Uh, where was she? When they crash land on the planet, they they find the, the lady who's like all white and she's like all combat and awesome. She was mm-hmm. fucking sick. I don't, know, I don't even know what her name was or anything about it but i just know that that i really enjoyed her character i thought it was very maybe i'll go back and watch that maybe i'll do that this week i've been working through loads of old films it won't be a surprise to anyone who listens to the show that i've not seen any star treks no nope, so. i'm not shocked jordan has a scene about well what did you say jordan about when we had to what get the top 10 films <laughs> we had to pick uh top 10 films for another podcast who invited us on and i was like well i'm gonna have to watch seven more films <laughs> <laughs> oh no yeah, he's literally uh, seen nothing, dude. We all the way through Halloween, we watched all like the classic horrors. So we did the thing, we did Alien. Uh, oh. What else did we do, Jordan? Um, We're not talking about Alien. We're not talking about Alien. Yeah, I'm not he, having. He didn't like Alien at all. I'm not having this podcast derailed by Alien again. Wait, <laughs> what? What was was it? The movie itself, or like a different aspect of Alien? Uh, it was the movie itself. It was just like I appreciate everything it did for cinema. However, watching it for the first time now, it just feels really slow and disjointed. Like, my um, my girlfriend at the time, she was like, she, she started watching it with me, fell asleep, woke up and was like, what's happened in the film? And I was like, fucking nothing has happened. Three people have died and nothing has happened. I've been sat here just fucking, it's just like so irrationally like upset that this thing's been built up for me for so long and it was just not that good maybe that's why maybe because it was built up for so long that, that may be like it that. or maybe it's just an ass bag film well yeah maybe there's that too <laughs> <laughs> sorry if i've insulted everyone's favorite film sorry it was, he just like logs off that's his favorite film <laughs> i'm Getting only kind of hurt <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, i was just gonna say like what's your favorite kind of films then kitty as we're talking about films Oh, geez. I mean, 
I'm a sucker for Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah, well, classic, you know. It's how could it's, you not be? It's the OG, amazing, absolute best. Oh, what was uh, that one? I'm not going to be able to remember it. I really liked it though, and it was really recent. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> well, that super narrows it helpful. down. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, just that epic fantasy. It just it just speaks to me, you know. Okay, cool. Yeah. You feel you like you're with them through the big journey. Mm-hmm, exactly. I love that. Did you see the, the the new Dune film that's coming out soon? Did you hear oh, anything about that yet? I am so excited. All right. As a fan of the original <laughs> movie, even though it's kind of hot garbage, yeah. I, I Patrick Stewart's going to be in it again, and that alone makes me excited, and the directors are fantastic, and the producers. And... Yeah. Oh yeah, so they I'm said ready. it's going to be like Lord of the Rings in space, didn't they? Mm. That's what made I me mean, think. Yeah. Oh, and it's such a like a high bar to put itself at that if they're saying it, I trust it's going to be amazing, and I'm going to be oh, so yeah. angry if it's not. <laughs> well, it's Denis Villeneuve, isn't it? He's he's amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, Blade Blade Runner twenty forty nine was a phenomenal film, even just for how it looked. Even if the story wouldn't have been good, it still looked fucking amazing. But the story was great as well. You could just stare at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just. That world's great anyway, and the soundtrack was amazing as well. Uh, isn't is it Hans Zimmer doing the soundtrack for Dune? I think it might be. Oh, I've got a feeling it is. I'm sure I heard that, and if it is, that's even better. I gotta Google this now because if it is, holy shoot holy. a hot steamy Goog, my friend. Tell us. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna put Kitty's answer down as my body is ready. Okay. Okay. Yes, yes that is that is my accurate. answer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Hans Zimmer will be doing the music. <laughs> oh, yes, oh. that's what I want. <laughs> Damn, okay. Yeah, all about Hans Zimmer. He's my favorite film composer. Absolutely, like, hands down. He's yeah. just the best. Hands, hands down, down, did you say? <laughs> no, no, hands stop down. Stop having the same jokes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um, Jordan, you were going to go on to something just then. You had another question lined up, I'm sure. So, yeah, I was going to... You said before that you've you'd started with For Honor. Mm-hmm. Do you have much less of a focus on it now, then? Because I didn't oh. see you playing it the other day. Yeah, absolutely not nearly as much as I used to. Um, right. It it slowed down quite a bit. Um, and there was just, in my opinion, things were coming out too slow. I love the For Honor devs, and they're all amazing people, but it was just happening too slowly for me to keep enjoying it. I can completely respect that. But Oh, sorry, we should probably ask. So, for anyone who doesn't know what For Honor is, would you mind explaining it for us? For Honor is a mid- uh, <clears throat> No, uh, For Honor is a, uh, like, I I like describing it as, like, a new age fighting game because it riles so many people up. Oh, yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, they're like, it's not a fighting game. It's like, it's kind of, I mean, there's dudes with swords killing each other. It's kind I of fight. a fighting game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you, like, play as samurai, knights, vikings, and you fight each other in these huge battles or one-on-one, and it's a blast, like you've ever wanted like as a kid everybody took sticks and hit each other with them and like pretended they were knights or vikings and you get to play that and it's amazing i think the the setting is really cool where it's all these different because there's a fourth group now oh. isn't there like wulin mm-hmm, exactly yeah Wulin. so you've got these four like groups fighting constantly because of someone wanting to keep war going forever and it's just like the combat's so fluid and nice and you can do so much with it. Like it's really easy to start. 
but it's so difficult to like get your feints right, get your parries on lights and things like that, do your zones correctly. The amount of effort it takes is insane. The amount of practice and like even beyond that, there is this competitive level where you then have to learn how to operate with other people to play at your best. And that is like a whole different ballpark than I think 99% of the players ever get to. Which like is feeding revenge constantly. <laughs> yes, that's oh. <sighs> yes. <laughs> I've just I've just like unlocked a part of your brain that you've repressed just all the times. <laughs> the revenge has popped and you're just like, why? <laughs> I was biting him, why did you have to hit him? No. <laughs> I was gonna ledge. Why did you walk in the way? <laughs> oh and then they get ledged. Oh, it's the worst. Oh, but the best at the same time. Yeah. I feel like the, the one of the toughest parts of that game isn't even the combat, it's just the people you play with. I like, think randoms. I think literally everybody would agree with you, even the people that are that problem. <laughs> I am that problem, so yes, I agree. <laughs> I know I'm an ass, and I'm fine with it. <laughs> uh, have, have you heard about people asking for like an open world for honor as well? Like Whoa. they've been bugging the devs about it and like constantly for the past like three years. I you know there has been so many ideas that I'm sure that has been part of it. People want, like, a Battle Royale. People want, a, like, a heavy story campaign. People want, like, a Dark Souls-esque with it. People want that open world, like you just said. Just taking the combat system and applying it to other things. People are kind of thinking they might do something similar in the new Assassin's Creed. Which oh, okay. would be super cool. Mm. But I don't know how it'll work versus AI only. So we'll see. Yeah, I the AI is pretty jank in it, let's be honest. Mm, it's yeah. like, yeah, I, I don't think I've ever had a good time fighting the AI in any situation. It's usually like, I either slap them or I get destroyed for like no reason whatsoever. Because <laughs> they cheat, they read your input before you do them and then they just auto-react, dirty cheaters. Exactly, exactly, see? Coming from the man himself, yeah, he exactly. knows <laughs> all the times that I failed Harrison this is a reason. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. I'll make yeah, sure to remember that. Yeah. Katie's there, just like, uh, that's not what I said, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> have uh, they actually said they're going to make a sequel to For Honor? They have not, and I think that's part, I mean, I personally don't think there's going to be a For Honor 2. I think they might do a spiritual successor in some way, somewhere okay. later down the line, but uh, there is no confirmed For Honor 2 yet. I think there was this is at some point um they do this thing called the warrior's den i'm sure you guys have heard of it or seen it once right yeah um, i have not and it was well it was a super cool thing where the devs would come on every thursday and talk to the community almost oh, like wow. a podcast That's great um and one of the times they had talked about how the game had like a 10 year plan wow and i mean that was right near the beginning but with how things have gone, I don't know if there is still a 10-year plan, but, I mean, if there is, whoo, I mean, I'd love it. I'd go back and play it occasionally, but after playing it, like, six hours, seven hours a day for three years, it's just like, ugh. Yeah, that's a lot of time to put into something, yeah. Mm -hmm. You mm. must have a pretty good, like, inkling with the community, then. So do you feel like the community is different at different tiers? It's like Counter-Strike's a really good example where... The community, when you're on the lower tiers, are, like, ridiculously toxic. It is awful. But as soon as you get, like, <laughs> higher up, it becomes more, like, 
Gentlemanly. their code of conduct is better. Like in yeah, Dark Souls like, when they bow and they invade you. <laughs> exactly. It's like you've managed to crawl your way up from like Silver 4 or something and you're, you're like getting up there now. So everyone's kind of got this like mutual respect. Is it? Does it change throughout the community? Like I, the higher rep you are? At, well, I don't know if it's higher rep. Like, I mean, absolutely. Yes. Like there are so many toxic players and toxic like it is sadly very toxic um and there's this weird thing with as you said the higher ups the competitive they're personally i love them all they're great guys but i have definitely seen where new players are not treated poorly but they are toxic towards new players and like you said as they crawl through and get it they earn that respect but it's a very difficult community i feel so like it'll just put of, people off won't it, it it does a little bit i feel um and i think that's just because so many of the competitive players are so intense about it which is great it's just sometimes people are like "Ooh, that's not for me yeah. yeah and they think that's how you have to be to get to that stage right exactly yeah no it's really weird but i, I didn't even think about it. you've most likely played you must know so many people in this game if you played every day for like sit like I say six years, sorry, three years. I it's say like, I know everybody in the Twitch community pretty, pretty night, like pretty, like closely, and then a lot of the higher rep players, as you said on PC, absolutely. Yeah, so awesome. you'll just literally go into any lobby and just be like, "Oh, John's here! Hey, John!" <laughs> just like waving at each other. Can't wait to cut your head off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll try. Hey. Um, so who's who's your favorite go-to hero then? So obviously you started because of Shug. Mm-hmm. Um, you've made you've made that relatively clear. Um, <laughs> but who's who's your go-to favorite, or does it change quite a bit? Uh go-to favorite is still Shigoki, just because he's the worst hero in the game, and <laughs> I get a certain satisfaction from winning. <laughs> with what is the worst hero? Like everybody has an advantage against me, and I still win. I'm like, yeah, that feels good. Um, but. I mean, for people that don't know, Shigoki's this seven foot two, five hundred pound sumo looking man with a massive club, and his whole thing is just squishing people pretty much. Um, but my second favorite's probably like Shaman or Warlord, in terms of uh, those, and that's one of them's an assassin, the other is another heavy class. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty predictable. Okay, that's not too bad. Yeah, so Harrison, if you don't know what Shigoki looks like, yeah, I've just googled think him. Think about, think about, you know, Blight Town when you're going into it from the Valley of Drakes and Dark Souls. Yeah, yeah. You know the, you know the fat guys. Yeah, yeah. The it's ogres. like that. Yeah, exactly. But he wears a mask. Yeah, yeah. He looks yeah that, that's the only difference. He just wears a mask. That's it. He looks epic. I like the armor that he's got. <laughs> armor that's just made out of wood. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like a bit wood of wooden armor. Metal. I'm a natural man. <laughs> I'm a natural man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it had to take a turn somewhere. Sorry. <laughs> so you play mainly. So if you're playing Warlord and was it Berserker you said? So shaman. are you more of a uh, shaman? Sorry, no, so no, you're no, more no. of like you're more of a, a Vikingy kind of guy then. And Shug's just the meme. You know, it's so funny <laughs> you say that. That's literally what it is. I have, I mean, I have all my characters at rep one, but I have the most reps in the Viking faction. Like, hands down. And then Shigoki is the one outlier at Rep 70. It's like, <laughs> I prefer the Vikings. <laughs> it's just memeing on people constantly. Like, I need to get him to 70. 
<laughs> I got to win with the bad character. Yeah, well, that teaches you how to be good at the game, doesn't it? If you put yourself uh, at a constant disadvantage. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. It's a good metaphor for life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Picture you're playing a Shigoki. There we go. That's how you get good. <laughs> you're now a millionaire. <laughs> so I've, I've got one more predominantly for honor question for you. Mm-hmm. And this is a very, very specific one. Is Jorm OP? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, uh, my answer <laughs> is Jorm is OP in all of the wrong ways. Um, he is a good hero. Because he does not allow other people to play the game, which is not fun. <laughs> if you have fun playing it, good on you. That's fine. But in terms of balance and like looking at it, that is not. I mean, if you go up against a Jorm, you're like, I can't press buttons, and that just sucks. I feel uh, like you had quite a lot of the same problem with Centurion. So Centurion's entire thing was that you just get cutscened. Mm-hmm. So has uh, for anyone who doesn't know, you basically if you if you got stunned enough, mm-hmm. you could get like a, a charge stab on you, and then he'd uppercut you, so you'd fall on the ground, and then he'd dive attack onto you. I think it was like it'd take like half health or something. Uh, the whole combo did forty five damage, but it was a guaranteed forty five damage, which was insane. Yeah. Or sixty five. It was sixty five or forty five. It was too much. How would you describe Jorm's, like, standard, like, combo that people, like, usually land? So, the... So, he has his big wombo combo, which is if you're out of stamina, he can knock you down, um, and then he gets a guaranteed 50 damage hit, which is fine. I personally think it should be nerfed in damage a little bit. Um, The issue is, is that off of one parry, if the opponent makes one attack and he parries it, then you're out of stamina and he has the option to do that, which Oh shit. That's you do one move, you potentially lose over half of your life, which is again not fun. Um And and then Jorm gets an overshield. Yes. But it also fills up your stamina. In, which means yep. he can't just constantly do it over and over. That's quite a good trade off for a game mechanic though, to have a shield that charges the enemy's stamina. I like that. That's quite what? clever. Here, go ahead. Yeah. No, I think we're both doing the same thing where we're just stammering like, I don't know, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to like... Well, so, it was in Dominion, he does, he gives himself a shield, and it gives yourself a stamina back, which is good, but again, if you get up and attack, he just parries you again, and you're back at where you were. So you can't Ah, do anything still, which is another part of the issue. Um... They had their testing grounds changes, which gave people more stamina in general, and you got punished less if things got parried, and that Jorm felt still um, strong for the wrong reasons, but it felt better than it does now in terms of hopefully future things that they implement into the game sooner than later. Because it's been quite a while he's been in the state, hasn't it? It's been like... Since release. I stopped playing just after... Jorm's release mm-hmm. I think and then I came back not long ago and I was still running into the same problem I didn't expect to be doing the same thing over and over again 
I was like, I've, I'm still hitting drums, and I still like, as soon as I mess up once, I'm on the ground and my nuts have been smashed by a hammer. <laughs> yeah, it's... And I'm getting gut-punched constantly. It's like, ah, uh, now I remember why I stopped for a little bit. This was so, yeah, and, you know, I think a lot of people, I knew a lot of people that stopped playing after George came out. They were not having fun because of George, which is too bad, but, you know, it happens. Yeah, I think I'm definitely going to come back to it. I, I think Haz did mention not long ago, he was like, oh, you, I, I might start playing For Honor, and I was like, do not. I was like, <laughs> I lost so much time to For Honor. <laughs> like, but I might go back. It's not too bad. I just need to not get obsessive with it again like I did with Destiny. I, you know, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, actually, there's one more thing. So... Do you know they had the crossover with Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. where you could fight Ezio and... I forgot what the other guy was called. Oh, uh, was it Altair? Let's bad Ezio. Um, <laughs> I think there was, like, you had Ezio with his massive broadsword mm-hmm. or, like, Zweihander or whatever, and then mm-hmm. there was the Templar version, and you had to, like, fight each other and you could get the cosmetics and stuff. Yeah, yeah. What would you like to see, like, that happen again with a different you know, brand. Because I know they did Star Wars as well, where they had, like, the lightsabers. Oh, you gotta be careful. Cool. They're, oh, sorry, they're, they're no, big, yeah, you're right. big no. bad mouse. <laughs> oh. yeah, sorry, um, glowing <laughs> weapons. Laser <Yeah>. swords. <laughs> yes, the lightsabers. Um. There's just gonna be a massive beep across all of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when they did beep, laser swords. A crossover event that I want to see, I mean... I think, I mean, it's not a different brand, but Assassin's Creed Valhalla is the perfect thing and excuse to have in For Honor. And if they did some sort of launch celebration event with it, I think it would boost For Honor a little bit and it would promote Assassin's Creed, which would be sick. Uh, Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. They did Rabbids. They've also done Prince of Persia. What else would be fun that's a Ubisoft game? Hmm. Did you say rabbits, as in the raving rabbits? As in yes. the raving rabbits, yeah. They did a. Uh, there's How like the shit. Did that work? <laughs> uh, in in Dominion, which is like the the four v four mode, the primary four v four mode for the game. Um, uh-huh. There's a bunch of little minions that are usually like knights or whatever s- faction they end up being. Uh, okay. They replaced all of those with rabbits oh, instead, and it was hilarious and chaos because they were. The, you know, rabbits, they were screaming. Around and, ah! <laughs> exactly. I'd, yeah. I'd love to see Shaman with, like, the rabbit's head. So whenever she goes to, like, do any of her attacks, or she starts like, like going, <laughs> Oh, jeez. Uh, amazing. I'm, you know, I don't know what other, like, I mean, something like Rainbow Six Siege would be hilarious, but I don't know how they do it. Um,. But like you know, maybe like a Far Cry thing too. That'd be kind of cool. In yeah, terms cool. of like, I get. I guess the issue there is that it's like not many of the games they have are set, you know, back in that time period. Mm-hmm. And that's really difficult. It's I'm wondering, I'm wondering what other IPs Ubisoft actually have. And I again, I think that's where like the Assassin's Creed because they've done Odyssey. They didn't do an Odyssey event. Like, it was, there was the, um, like you said, there was the Assassin's Creed event, but I don't know if it was based around Odyssey, but they had Odyssey rewards. Uh, was that really two years ago? 
Yeah. I was gutted because I keep getting people that do the hidden blade assassination <laughs> or like the execution on me. And I'm like, I want it. I want it. I want it. They, yeah. I think they're doing throwback for uh, all this lockdown stuff. You might be able to actually get it. Ooh, I want that. Uh, Here you go. We're back on it tonight now. Thanks, Keys. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> That's my life over. Thank you. <laughs> Another episode yeah, to record think... after this. I have to pry him off his computer. <laughs> <laughs> you drive around with a big poking stick. Yeah, yeah. My quarantine stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I wanted um, to ask you the key. Is there any, any games that you've come across either through maybe some of your viewers, anything, or maybe stuff that's even been sent into you, that wouldn't usually be your style of game? that you've been absolutely blown away with um actually on friday uh i actually had one recommended to me by a fellow streamer by the name of he- or by the, the game's name was helltaker and <laughs> it's uh what's what's the phrase it's waifu bait <laughs> i think uh, i saw okay. a post about this on twitter the other day actually and you know it the game takes about an hour to beat but for that hour, it is amazing. It was a blast yes, it, the it whole way through. <laughs> uh, and it's free. Like, oh, right, as no a bonus. Way. It's just, like, get on, download Helltaker, spend an hour, have a good time, done. And it was an amazing experience. I may actually have to do that. It's it's completely worth it. It was a great time. I feel like I want to buy or give a, a game to you now, so I get to choose what you get to play. <laughs> I'm looking through my collections. Just to see what I can find. So I've got, like I said, I came into the chat the other week, didn't I? Mm-hmm. I've got like so many games. Like, have you played Hollow Knight? Oh, I. <laughs> so actually, so really quick, um, Hollow Knight was actually the first game. It was like two years ago. Uh, uh, a long time viewer. I hate calling people viewers because it's like, anyways, uh, bought the game for me two years ago, and I played it for like. A, a, a stream and then I didn't play it for like two years <laughs> oh and he was like the whole time it was just a meme of oh yeah but it'll finally play Hollow Knight and then one day I was like screw it let's play Hollow Knight and then we just beat the whole thing through and oh, nice. that was also amazing in terms of like I kind of want to go replay it again because I feel like there's a lot I missed and the combat's great and it's oh it's a beautiful game yeah, as well it's beautiful it so the OST nice. Oh, it's so good. The soundtrack makes me really sad. Every time I sit down to play it, I'm like, oh. <laughs> Solemn. It's like, oh. yeah, it is. It's like the bit in the Studio Ghibli film where the character's at the lowest and it never leaves that part. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, Ow, it's like the start. Have you seen the, um, well, I mean, like, yeah, not not like the film's like bad, just like where they're really sad and it's like yeah, somber yeah. and like, oh, boo-hoo, and it just never gets past. Like, I saw some video today of some guy playing, do you know the intro to Can't Stop by the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah. It's called I um, Playing Can't Stop, but I Can't Start. And it's just the intro, like, loop over and over again. He always goes back to the start. It's just like that. <laughs> I need to check that game out more, to be honest, because it's, it's on my Xbox. It's just I've only played the first bit of it. Uh, I've been finding finding myself in the quarantine struggling to get started with games. Is anyone else finding that? Yes. Yep. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Nothing do- was about hundred percent. That's you are correct. How do you get through it? Uh, replaying old games personally, just because it takes them like it takes me three hours to beat an old game that I know I like, and so I'm like, oh yeah, let's do it. 
and then that's my day. Like, ooh. Better the devil you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, that, that's exactly. what I've been doing as well, trying to get into more retro stuff again. So, like, I've got a mini SNES, so I've been playing that. So I completed Star Fox and Star Fox 2. That was really good to do. Star Fox? I did buy Resident Evil 3 Remake yesterday, and I finished it yesterday. <laughs> oh. So that was, that was you know, a thing. It's was- like 30 quid as well. Oh, damn. Was it yeah. was it fun? It's it's a really, really good game. It's just a bit short. It took me four hours, but three in-game hours to complete it. Right. Maybe... Didn't, didn't you didn't call it Resident Evil 3. You know, you, you were paying for three. <laughs> I was paying for three hours, and I got three hours. But it was like... the amount, it's, It cost me like £10 an hour or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, that's quite a lot for a game whereas I bought Dungeons of Dreadmore and that's giving me like 100 and 200 hours for like 36 pence or something so <laughs> doesn't um oh jeez doesn't Resident Evil have a thing where you do like multiple playthroughs I've never played one I've just like watched like speedruns of it and people are always doing like Claire A or Leon B or something yeah so they do but with this one the it's weird i've not fully looked into it because it threw me off a bit when you finish it you unlock the shop and instead of getting the rewards from what i understand from rerunning the game and getting like an s rank and completing it on different difficulties you just get points that you buy the upgrades you want from the in-game shop oh right so you can choose your next playthrough essentially is it just me or is that weird as hell that's that's kind of weird seeing how they do the other ones where like they incentivize you playing more where this one is like play more if you want and yeah. then you get currency you can use to play more with the different things it's like uh oh. i'm fine thank you that's like the mario okay. maker approach isn't it it's sort of like we don't know what to do with this so here's all the stuff go and play it how you want <laughs> you think you're so great fine yeah. fucking do it yourself <laughs> yeah but mario maker levels are insane oh they are oh, yeah. i know yeah i think they're so impressive I- yeah, I c- I'm nowhere near creative enough to do that. I'm in genuine awe with some of the people that made those things. <laughs> yeah, I need to get the second one. Maybe I'll treat there's myself a- to that. Oh yeah, the sec- second one. I was like, how do they make a second game for a game maker of a game that already came out like 30 years it's ago? It's game making. You can make Mario Maker in Mario Maker 2. <laughs> you can do the entire Mario Maker 2 is now part of 1 which is also part of 3 yeah. it's like what the fuck are you talking it's like am I having a stroke I don't know what's going on <laughs> oh, oh man God. well we are right, coming I up think... on an hour you know guys I know insane we better uh, really? we better yeah. stop being sidetracked constantly I know yeah <laughs> podcasting is a time warp in itself it's insane yeah. how you can talk for 3 hours without even noticing yeah, holy bejesus, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that it feels like it's gone quick, though. Yeah. If yeah. you were complaining that it was like, thank fuck, it's nearly over. <laughs> <laughs> your fucking intro, Jordan, trying to get the recording going. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I think Has had uh, some random questions. Oh, yeah, I had two. I thought because we have a lot of guests on, we should start maybe having questions that we ask each time. So my first one was... What moves would you have in a fighting game where you were the character you played as? I would definitely be a grappler. Okay. In terms of a fighting game. Like, like uh, think Bane and Injustice. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, yeah. That is my... that huh, That's my ideal. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
up close and personal. You want to rub your enemy on you, yeah? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I, you know, it's from, I think, is it Street Fighter or Tekken? It's Skinny Bob. Uh, oh, it's Tekken. Tekken? It's Tekken? Fat Tekken, Bob I was going to say. Skinny Bob. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm probably more realistically like Skinny Bob. Have you have you actually seen that character fight? Has no. He. <laughs> so, how do I wait? How do I describe this? Give uh, me wait. So Skinny Bob is not skinny. Okay. <laughs> skinny Bob is like huge, and then he is like a martial arts master, and he's a, he like he moves uncharacteristically well. <laughs> for being like 20 feet tall and 800 pounds okay <laughs> it's what's, and, yeah. what's the thing he uses it's like speed and weight isn't it that's his tagline that's how he he wins fights is he's got speed on his side and he's got weight on his side so he's like a wrecking ball yeah a ball of yeah. mass i think I just, i've just <laughs> looked it up he looks great <laughs> i love it <laughs> people dress him up as peter griffin as well in the customization oh, that's amazing no. <laughs> yeah, you've never seen that. That's a great answer. Yeah, I like that. Um, my next question would be: if you could take a character from one game series and play as them in another game series, which would it be? Ooh. Oh God, I have like four answers. That's fine. T- tell top, us all. Yeah, go for it. Top, top of the list. I want to take the Ashen One or the Chosen Undead okay. and put them in For Honor. Sweet, okay. Or Sekiro and put him in For Honor. Either of those. Um, okay. What's the age rating on For Honor? It's like 15. The age uh, rating the... of the game, you mean? Yeah, what's the age rating on it? So oh, of... only kids can buy it or whatever. Uh, on For Honor or Dark Souls? For Honor. Uh, for Honor's M, I think. Be... For Mature. Yeah, for Mature, mature. yeah, yeah. Rated mature yeah. eight, so it isn't seventeen for mango. plus. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if Sekiro was in it, it'd probably go up a bit because some of those executions are ridiculously like personal. Yeah, the big knife through the neck. I feel like the ones from For Honor are more comedic than serious. Well, you know, like they started out serious, but like as time went on, they got more comedic, which is fine. Like I love the comedic ones, but there's like. There's an OG one from when the game first came out where there's a character called Orochi and they're like, they use a katana as you imagine a katana. Um, And one of the moves is he like sticks the katana like through their chin and out the back of their head and like holds it there and they slide off of it and fall backwards. And that doesn't seem too out there for something like Sekiro. No, yeah, you're right. I just completely forgot about... Yeah, you got me. I completely <laughs> forgot about all the executions. I've just had a brain fart. Sorry about that. No. Carry on with your uh, <laughs> the other ones. Well, and like, I mean, like there's decapitations. Which, I mean, that's pretty hardcore. Though, to be fair, you can turn them off. Like, uh, on you? client side, you can choose to remove all gore. Oh, uh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, like the rib breaker one for... Warden. Mm-hmm. Right, yes, that, exactly. That's a pretty rough one. Yeah, that's the... Is that the one where it's like the knock-up in the air and he, like, smashes him? Or is that the one where he takes the hilt and shoves it into him? It's where, I think they're on the ground and he, 
the sword's in them and he has to like yank it out, but it like breaks the ribcage open kind of thing. Oh. If there was that <laughs> level of detail. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty horrific uh-huh. stuff. <laughs> really fun to pull off though. <laughs> Again, Vikings, knights, and samurai out murdering each other. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, Let's see. I would also... Uh, this isn't a character to another game. This is, I want to take myself and put myself in Stardew Valley. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah, just to chill out. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, you know, I want to move to a small town with like 20 people and farm and make ridiculous amounts of money and live comfortably, you know? Yeah, sounds great. That just made me think of how much I'd like to see the Doom Slayer in Animal Crossing. Classic. <laughs> yeah, just chilling out like with a little fishing rod. <laughs> harvesting bells yeah that'd be nice I want to say the fishing rod's like really small compared to him as well so he's just got it in one hand yeah or like bet- between two when- fingers <laughs> <laughs> and when it like when it gets like a fish bites on it he flicks it up really quickly and the fl- fish just like flies into orbit it's just not expected I was going to say he pulls it out and then glory kills it oh, <laughs> oh no. god it flashes orange like, rips it in half okay and was there one more you wanted to add uh, you know I want to put. I just thought of this, thinking thinking about it this whole time. I want to take Commander Shepard and put him in another game. I don't know what game it is personally. Like it's something like Doom, just because okay. it would be interesting to see the most suave man in the galaxy sleep, try and sleep with everything, no matter what game he's in. <laughs> Doom Eternal trying to sleep with all of the demons exactly it's not a game of shooting and murder anymore it's a game of paramour <laughs> he uses the super shotgun to like slide into their DMs <laughs> so he's like got the chain on it it hooks onto him and he slides up and puts his arm around like hey, hey baby well bang okay <laughs> that sounds awesome yeah. wow I love those demon horns are they new do you get them from the demon horns store it's just like fuck <laughs> All awesome. I can think of is now like the Fortress of Doom just covered in more candles. Yeah, yeah. It starts <laughs> off as romantic. demon candles and now they're all sensual candles. Yeah. <laughs> what, what have you done to me? Why would you say that? That's what I'm I wanted. I'm going to go draw some fan art and be back in a few hours. <laughs> That's the crossover we need. <laughs> if I had artistic ability, you'd... There you go. That's what we can ask the next guest. Get her to draw that. Oh, yeah, we can do, yeah. Yeah, we've got an artist on next. Oh, what do... Uh, yeah. Do they have like a primary art? They like... Do they do fan art? Do they do like custom? Do they do Dungeons and Dragons art? Fallout. Yeah, she's doing a Fallout comic. Actually. She's in. She's in love with Paladin Dance from Fallout Four. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. <laughs> that's like. Yeah, I'm gonna tease her about it. She had way too specific. Just that's it, Paladin Dance. But she's um she's making a comic for Fallout, and she's got quite a following around it. I think hasn't she? Yeah, she's got plenty. Yeah. That's pretty I'll, cool. I'll be linking everything online for it to see later. We've actually got a project that we're working on at the moment where we're trying to get uh, all the different artists in our social circles to work on like shiny Pokemon cards that we're going to re- release as limited edition releases of what all the episodes are about for the spooky episodes. So we're going to do like a Mothman. We've been asked about an Owl Man today by Ross. Shout out to you, Ross. Uh, what else did we have? Uh, SS, USS Eldritch. Yeah, the Eldritch, the Kentucky Goblins. We've got loads lined up. It's going to be awesome. Can't Everything. wait to see those. Kentucky Goblins. Yeah, go back and check that episode out. It was hilarious. They are. <laughs> it's batshit insane. Yeah. It is genuinely just. I can't even describe it. Yeah, huh. we, through through Halloween, for every, every 
episode of the month of October, we had it as one of the spooky ones. So we had a different podcast come on every week to put a paranormal case to us instead of us putting it to each other. So for that one, they came on and they put the, the it was the Ronin Geek, wasn't it? Ronin Geek podcast. And they, I think so. yeah, they put the Kentucky goblins to us and was telling us all the stories about what happened to this family who were tortured by goblins in the night. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. and you guys went and investigated? Uh, we didn't go, but uh, it's on the list definitely for after lockdown. Oh, <laughs> check it out, honestly. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it's, it sounds, it's just ridiculous. There are pictures of what they like supposedly look like yeah. and stuff, like renders of they it. They fought them off with guns. <laughs> My favorite thing is just like, I don't know, my initial response to this when I hear about like American farms being overrun by goblins and stuff, because I hear about it so often. Yeah, all the time. It's just like, <laughs> get the guns! And it's just like, I'll teach you, you little fucker! It's like shooting them constantly. Hell yeah, Americans, brother. like, the instant response is literally just like, I don't know what this is, better get the guns. Yeah, just in case, you never know. <laughs> just shoot it, I mean, figure it out later. It's, it's not fun. entirely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh i love it so much so shall we get on to because uh, obviously i'm conscious of time uh you've got to go to work things like that thank you so much for waking up so early to yeah, talk to us absolutely should we get on to the weekly recommends yes. so every week we try and recommend something to our listeners whether it's a book a film music game anything whatsoever uh, so Harrison, do you want to start us off? Yes, mine is a YouTube channel this week, and it's Joshua Weissman. Uh, you might know this already, Kitty, if you're a lover of baking bread, but it's uh, basically a, a cooking channel. He is hilarious, and he t- teaches you through every step of the way to make all different kinds of bread, all different kinds of meals, all kind of food you can make from your pantries while you're in lockdown. Please, guys, go check it out. Tell them Grief Burrito sent you. Just put a little burrito name in the tag or something. I don't know. That's my one for this week. <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, recommending Blood Bowl Two oh. for PC or or Xbox or PlayStation or whatever. Um, like I said, everyone's been getting into Warhammer for some reason. They have. It's weird. Have, have you noticed that, Katie? You know, a, a little bit. It's that heavy strategy with lots of replayability, and it's like a cool, well-established universe. Yeah, everyone. I know, like so many people have just suddenly started getting into Warhammer again and stuff like that and I'm just I don't know what's happened there's been like some huge shift in everyone's brains to like I could spend money on plastic figures again yeah <laughs> I, do that. I don't know if it's because everyone's got a lot of time inside that they're looking for like little projects to do but it's even to the extent that like Xbox Game Pass put uh, one of the Warhammer games online and then a new Warhammer series of figures has just been announced that I got a, a, an advert for on YouTube this morning. Like, it seems like, I don't know what's happened. Everything's like resurged for Warhammer, which is good. Don't get me wrong. I think it's a great thing. My childhood. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so um, Blood Bowl 2, for anyone who doesn't know, it's basically turn-based American football with Warhammer fantasy races. Uh, and you can even, like, kill the other team. So I <laughs> predominantly play as either Skaven or Chaos. Skaven are great at, like, rat men. They're good rat at man. getting touchdowns. <laughs> rat men! Um, they're good at scoring touchdowns, things like that. Or Chaos don't really have ball control or anything. They just straight up try and murder the other team. So... Yeah, it's something for everyone, but I definitely recommend picking it up. It's usually pretty cheap if it sounds interesting to you. And then, Kays, do you have a recommend? I realize we didn't talk about this beforehand, so you may not. No, I I do, but I had this thought, as you both mentioned what you recommend. I'm just imagining, like, 
Joshua Weissman is going b-roll and then it goes to warhammer or yeah, yeah. just blood for the blood god <laughs> in various like executions um i uh, actually mentioned it earlier i mm-hmm. i recommend helltaker again okay, it's sweet. it's free it's a puzzle game it takes about an hour it's hilarious the soundtrack is amazing for a four-person game team it's it's fantastic i, I that's what i recommend Absolutely. Amazing. I will be checking it out tonight just because I can't see stuff be about it. it so, yeah, I will be looking into that. Uh, do you want to tell the listeners where they can find all of your stuff, Kitties? Any socials that you want to shout out? Oh, if you guys, uh, yeah, if you want to watch me, I'm over at uh, twitch.tv forward slash kitties with one T. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I post stuff on Twitter at one million kitties, but it's mainly just a bunch of baking pictures or of my cat. So. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I'm there then. I'm there for all of this. <laughs> if that's your thing, great. If not, cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's really that's really about it. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. Obviously, I've watched Kate's streams before. They're actually really good. Obviously, you want to hear more of this guy's voice. Yeah, just and that. see his ability to play video games. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah. It's fine. You don't Everything even have on to my care desk has games. been rattling every time he speaks. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's oh, been a pleasure to be on. So thank you. Yes, thank you, dude. Yeah, it's been amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah, right, sweet. Thank you guys for listening. This has been episode 62 of the Grief Breeder podcast. I've been Harrison. He's been Jordan. He over there has been Kitty really far away on the other side of the ocean. And don't forget to drop us a review and we'll see you next week. Let's wrap this shit up. Bye.